My father was a coal miner. My father made $5 a day with five kids. I'm the youngest of five. I got two older brothers. Well, I had two older brothers. My oldest brother passed. I got two older sisters. So where I started from was my father making $5 a day. I come from nothing. I had a severe stuttering problem throughout school. I flunked out of school. I'm on my third marriage. I lost everything I ever owned twice. I've been homeless and lived in a car for three years. We talking about next level? I'm finna show you how to get there. See, the cool thing about me is I ain't got nothing to sell you. I ain't got nothing for you. I'm just going to tell you how you can get to the next level. Now, I've been debating on how I was going to do this, but I thought the best way to go about this is just tell you my story. And in my story, maybe you can see some of yourself. Listen, man, anybody can be successful, but you got to understand something. It's hard. It's hard, man. You can take all the courses you want. It's hard. You can go down there to the church and hold your hands in a prayer circle. When you get through praying, it's going to be hard. You go to school, you can get all the degrees you want. When you get them degrees and you hang them on the wall, if you want to be successful, it's going to be hard. It's hard being successful. That's the first thing you need to understand. I was telling you that I lived in a car for three years. In my 30s, I was homeless. I was homeless based off of a decision I made. October 8th, 1985, I walked in a comedy club for the very first time. Never been in a comedy club, but I had been writing jokes all my life. Two years, I was writing jokes for a dude taking my jokes, going to a comedy club. He was paying me $10 for it. I had never been to a comedy club, had never heard of a comedy club. I was writing for a buddy of mine named A.J. Jamal. He would pay me 10 bucks a joke. One day, I was writing some jokes for him, and I was over his house to drop him off, and this girl named Gladys Jacobs came over to the house, and she said, you the dude that's writing the jokes for A.J. Jamal? I said, yeah. She said, he's the funniest guy at the comedy club. I said, what is that? She said, you don't know what a comedy club is? I said, no, I was 27. And she said, you should go and tell the jokes yourself. She said, I'm gonna pick you up Tuesday night. October 8th, 1985 was the Tuesday. She came and picked me up, she took me to the comedy club, and I signed up for the following week. I had never been in a car, I didn't know what they were doing. And I sat there and I watched nine guys walk up, and I didn't laugh at a single joke because the whole time they were talking, I knew what they were going to say, and better yet, I knew what they should have said. Because I was, I was a funny guy, right? So they get to number 10 and they call his name and he's not there. And they said, well, we're going to go to next week's list. Where's Steve Harvey? And I looked at the girl named Gladys. I said, That's, it's crazy. It's a dude in here got the same name I got. She said, go on up there. I didn't have nothing. And I went up there and I had nothing. But I had written some jokes for Jamal that I hadn't sold to him yet. So I just started doing those jokes. Long story short, they bought us all up for a clap off. I won amateur night. He paid me $50. I got in the car and I started crying. And I cried all the way home. The girl looked at me, she said, why are you crying? It ain't but $50. I said, no, you don't understand. I was born tonight. This is what I'm gonna do the rest of my life. I went to work the next day 
October 9th with $50 and quit my job. Because I said, this is what I was born to do. See, I've been praying the whole time. I won that $50 and I took that as a sign. So since October 9th, 1985, I ain't done nothing else but this. Everybody will have a turning point in their life. You just got to have the courage to take the jump. It's the jump that's going to change your life. If you don't jump, don't worry about it. Stay safe, but you're going to have a dull-ass life, though. If you want to live, you're going to have to jump, man. You got to go for it. Change is inevitable. So here's what's going to happen. No matter what's going on in your life, it's not permanent. Everything is going to change. So there's two things you can do with change. You can react to it or you can participate in it. It's going to change anyway. So if you keep waiting around, you're going to have to react to the change. And now you, you're behind. But if you participate in the change, if you know the job you have is not going to last forever. I'm just telling you. COVID proved that already. Where you go to work at every day, that's going to change. COVID proved that already. Your best laid plans has changed. So what you got to start doing is you got to start anticipating that it's going to change and just start living your life with the preparation for change. No matter what you're doing, you could be doing more. Remember that. It's 24 hours in a day. You got to use as many of those hours to prepare stability for yourself as you can. I said it online, I got in a lot of trouble. If you sleep eight hours, you're not ever going to be rich. If you have any dreams of being rich, you cannot sleep eight hours a day. It's only 24 hours in a day. If you sleep eight hours, that's a third of your life. How can you, you cannot be asleep a third of your life and become successful. You can't. People got mad at me, they're talking about Steve Harvey prefers wealth over health. No, I'm just telling you, you got to get your hustle and grind on. See, I don't care who you are, everybody wants to be happy and everybody wants to be successful. Everybody. I don't know nobody that don't want to be happy or successful. And if you're hanging around people that won't, that won't be happy or successful, you should get away from them. If you want a tree to really grow up and really be a beautiful tree, you got to prune it. You got to prune it every now and then. If you, if you ever, well, I'm from the country, so if you're growing corn, you got to hold the road. You got to get the weeds out. If you don't, they're going to stifle the growth of your product. Remember when they used to show rockets going to the moon and they used to show it and Cape Canaveral or Cape Kennedy, wherever they shoot it from, you see a rocket on the ground it has got these four big boosters. When that rocket comes off the ground, two of them boosters stay right there. Them two boosters is just enough to get this big thing off the ground. Two of them stay attached. Then when that rocket go up, you can see. And they used to tell you, uh, the next fuel tank is coming off, boom. And now it's just one fuel tank because in order for it to get all the way up to where it's going, it has to shed that dead weight. In order to get off the ground, some people in your life just for a season, they just, they just ground level people. They can't go up in the air with you now. You can't keep dragging people with you, man. So now you got these two boosters and one of them come off. Now in order for that rocket to get into orbit, you have to lose that last fuel tank. Because guess what? It's out of fuel. It's out of season. You done went to an area that that fuel tank can't handle. If you keep that fuel tank on that rocket ship when it go in the orbit, you're going to blow the whole mission. You're going to blow the spaceship up because it ain't got no business going that high. Now, you can insist on taking it if you want to. The problem you're going to have now is your rocket ship ain't going to get into orbit. And do you know that's what's happening to a lot of people? 
It ain't your job. You can't chain people to your rocket ship and take them into orbit. You know, I had to learn this, man. Do you know I was taking people with me, man? Trying to keep it real. My boys in the hood was holding me to that. Man, you got to keep it real, man. Don't forget where you come from. We your homies. Yeah, 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 okay. Dream is absolutely free. The hustle is so separate. You can hear this message from anybody you want to, but I'm just telling you as a person, who has been at the bottom completely out and managed by the grace of God to turn himself into something. You gotta hustle, man. You gotta get up before everybody else and go to bed after each other. If you sleep for eight hours a day, you'll never be rich in this country. You cannot sleep for eight hours. That's a third of your life. It's 24 hours in a day. If you spend eight hours of sleep, you will never be rich. Now, if you don't wanna be rich, you just want a job, Get your check and go home, sleep eight hours. If you ever aspire to be rich, wealthy, change the world, invent something, if you sleep for eight hours, it'll never happen. It'll never, ever happen. It's going to take more than a notion to become successful. Because once you get this degree, it's actually just going to be a piece of paper on the wall. It's really all it's going to be. Some people may give you a job with it. The majority of people will tell you how much experience you need. So you gotta hustle, man. Gotta hustle. Hustle and grind. Dig, man. Gotta fight. You gotta figure out a lot of dog in you, man, to be rich. Now, if you just want a job, get yourself a little job. Go ahead, set a nice little life. Oh, there ain't nothing wrong with that. But if you really, really, really wanna be balling, change some people's lives, get yourself some real money, hire people, get more than one stream of income coming in. You gotta be a hustler, man. You gotta be a hustler. The way to become a millionaire, if you could think of how to become a millionaire, you do it by Friday. You don't have to go that far. All you have to do is think of your God-given gift. All of you have the ability to make, you can charge, all of you can do something somebody will pay you $10 to do. I don't care if it's cutting grass, doing their hair, painting a wall, babysitting, uh, taking care of the elderly, teaching, tutoring. Everybody can do something for $10. This is how I got to this place of success. My jokes were $25 a night. I made that for a long time. Whatever you do to make $10, I don't care if it's frying chicken. Some of you fry chicken better than anybody else, bake pie, do hair something. Do whatever it is for $10. After you make the $10, I want you to do it 10 more times you'll not have $100. If you make $100, whatever you did to make the $100, that $10 idea, I want you to do it 10 more times. You're gonna have $1,000. Now, it's gonna get a little more difficult, but after you make $1,000, whatever you did to make the $1,000, I want you to do it 10 more times. You now have $10,000. Now, now we gotta focus now. Whatever you did to make $10,000 that started off with your $10 idea, what I want you to do is focus. I want you to do it 10 more times. You now have $100,000. Now, this is where it gets very, very difficult. You're gonna have to hire some people. You're gonna have to pay some people some money. But you take that $100,000 and you reinvest it. And what I want you to do is whatever you did to make the $10 that you did 100 times that turned into $100,000, all I want you to do is take that same idea. Don't change nothing. Do it 10 more times. I got news for you. You have just made a million dollars.
And all it was was a $10 idea. You do not have to complicate this thing. You don't need an education to do this. You just need the principles of success. I'm telling you, man, I took these $25 jokes and I turned them into a lifestyle. You can take this God-given gift that he gave you and stop thinking of how to make a million. Just go make $10 and do everything 10 times as hard. Now, it's going to be hard. Understand that. It's going to be very hard. But you ain't got nothing else to do. Because let me tell you something about being not successful. Being not successful, that's really hard too. So you might as well apply yourself to something that has a benefit. I'm telling you, that's how you make a million dollars. That's how it's just 10 people got on Facebook, then 10 more people, then 10 more people, then 10 million got on. Now, now they, they, they got 100 million people on Facebook. Now, but you just do make billions of dollars. It's the same thing. It's, it's what it is. You have it in you. You just got to apply. And you got to believe that it can happen for you. Behind every moment of adversity in your life, two things will happen. There is a lesson and there is a blessing. Every moment of adversity has those two things that come with it. There's always a lesson and there's always a blessing. Pain always leaves a present. Every time you're in pain, it leaves a gift behind. So what happened was, after all of that happened, I got a call from a company called T-Mobile. The Super Bowl is a month after that. They brought me down to do a Super Bowl commercial. A Super Bowl commercial in the United States is the most highest watched program on television. These commercials are tens of millions of dollars. They will pay you millions of dollars to be in a Super Bowl commercial. They paid me so much money to be in a Super Bowl commercial acting like I gave the wrong answer to the telephone company to reenact the Miss Universe thing, they paid me what I make on Miss Universe times 10. 14 countries sent my wife and I a letter saying that was the most honorable and honest thing they've ever seen in the history of television. They gave my wife and I 14 villas around the world. There are 14 villas that my wife and I can go to, to in Curacao, the Maldives, uh, Abu Dhabi, uh, France, that we can go to anytime for vacation. And that's why when you have bad moments in your life, you just have to ride them out. When a man leaves you, there is a gift behind him leaving. Sometimes the breakup is the blessing. See, sometimes you gotta get rid of a man. So sometimes losing a man is not a loss. You just have to hang in there he might have something better for you. So every time something bad happens, you just have to wait on the lesson and the blessing. It always happens. It always happens. You just can't act too miserable. See, I'm a seed. I really am. See, but a seed has to be planted. A seed got to have dirt put on top of it. If you take a seed and throw it on the concrete and walk off, the sun just burn it up. But guess what? Logically, in my mind, it doesn't make sense that to grow something, you should dig a hole, put it down in there, and cover it with dirt. Logically, that don't make no sense to me. But oh, though, see, dirt is necessary for growth and development. Dirt builds character. Dirt gives you the push-through factor. See, that dirt builds character in you. When they talking about you, it teaches you to withstand it. Then it gives you something to push through. So when you put the seed and you put the dirt on it, if you understand stress, stress really ain't just dirt. 
stress. See, they don't call it dirt when they plant it. They call it soil. If they put a camera under the ground, you'd have seen the seed sprout open and start coming through the dirt because the dirt is necessary so you can prove yourself. You know, if you don't really want to be, everything you see above ground that blossoms and plants and grows and that's beautiful, it was underground one time. When you're under stress, take the stress for what it is. Don't get fooled. Don't just think, oh, man, Lord must not mean for it to be. What you tripping for? What you talking about? How you think you're going to be a plant, a tree, a flower, a bush, and ain't no stress? How you going to get to be that without no dirt? Money's not everything. It's really not. And money can't make you happy. It, money don't make you happy. I know a lot of miserable people with money. It's not money that makes you happy. It, it don't. Uh, I recommend money. I highly recommend it. Uh, and anybody that told you that money different about money is because they don't have none. But you got to quit listening to people that ain't got money tell you about money. Money the root of all evil and all that shit. You do evil stuff with money, but if you're a good person, you can do good stuff with money. You know, people say that money changes people. It really doesn't. You know what I learned about money? Money don't change people. Money allows you to be more of who you really are. See, if you're a kind person, when you get a lot of money, you become a kinder person. What stops most people from becoming successful is you have something in you that tells you it's not for you, but it's for everybody who wants it. Listen, getting successful, whatever you consider successful, if it's rich, whatever, it's not a magic trick. It's not God picks certain people he'll make rich and certain people he don't. You can decide to be rich, but you first have to think it. The difference between successful people and non-successful people is here. If you want to be successful, you have to change this. This has to change. Listen to me. It's not what makes it hard is your lack of belief that it can happen for you. The fact of it is, though, it's very doable. See, if but you got to change, though. If you keep doing what you've been doing, you're going to keep getting what you've been getting. So if you're at a place in your life and you ain't happy with it, you have to change some things. But you have to make a conscientious decision that you're going to change. And it's not dependent on anybody else. It don't matter what your mama think. It don't matter what your coworkers think. It don't matter what your siblings think. It don't matter what your children think. This decision is yours and yours alone. It's two people born in a hospital every day. It's a person that's born in a hospital that's gonna get a job, and somebody born in a hospital that's gonna give them a job. You get to decide which one you're gonna be. You get to decide if I'm gonna be rich, poor, mediocre, plentiful, happy, sad. You, you have a decision to make. You know the hardest thing about your life? Trying to figure it out. I have done nothing since October 8th, 1985, except one thing. I've been telling these here jokes. That's all I've ever done. That gift that God gave me, you know, the Bible says your gift will make room for you. It'll make room for you. See, if you're not doing your gift, you're wasting your time. Education is not the most important thing. Do you know how many people I know with education that ain't working? You know how many people I know with degrees ain't got no job? Do you know how many people I know with multiple degrees ain't making no money? 
the single most important thing in your life is your dream. It's your dream. It's what you dream about. If you got no dream, if you got no vision, you're sunk. You're done. I'm sorry. I'm just giving you the basics of how to be successful. This is how I got here. 